Welcome to your Trap Queens podcast. I am your queen, Tamika Lachey. And I am Queen V. Hey, Miss V. Hey, Queen Tamika Lachey. <laughs> What's up, girl? I'd be so happy to see you. I know. We have kindred spirits. Yes, yes, yes. I'm talking about like I would text her, guys, and she texts me back like in one second, and I'm like... <laughs> Hold on. I know she didn't text this fast, but it's just we were texting at the same time. Right. About the same thing. Yes. At the same time. So tell me about your week, girl. My week was good. Uh, my nine month old. I was wondering because um, I have other children and they got their pegs, which are called teeth. Um, they got their pegs at like five, six months. And so he's like nine. And I was like, when is my baby going to get some hair? When is he going to get his teeth? What is going on with my baby looking like mm-hmm. Coco Melon? <laughs> he really looks like a little black Coco Melon for real. <laughs> he's so cute. Big he ears. And, oh, my God. <clears throat> but uh, he gnawed on my arm and I felt something scrape it. I said, what? Mm. Girl, I felt in there and I felt one of them. I was so happy. <laughs> I know he looked to me like I was crazy. Exactly. Like, Finally, now the hair need to grow. It's going to grow. Because I had a big afro when I was a baby. It's I don't understand. You got to slow down because you had the back-to-back boys. So he got to let you know, you know, ain't nobody coming behind me. I am the baby. I can take my time and get my teeth, my hair, and everything else. Yeah, so, yeah, I think. Because he's, he's, he's just a big old baby. So don't be rushing that baby. Let him take his time. Mm-hmm. Because B.R. Russian is what happened. Back mm-hmm, to back boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's so wild. Oh, my God. He is an They said your second child is wild. Yeah. My second child is special. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you been doing all week? Um, I had a very interesting week. Um, I have a friend in the salon. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say it's been an issue because I didn't mention it to her. But I want to ask you, should I take it personal? What? So I was thinking about expanding, and I was going, or well, I took a trip to Florida to um, talk to another stylist about renting her spot for a little while so I can come down and do a pop-up shop in Florida. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you know, I do wigs and everything, so I'm ready to expand. I go down time to, mm-hmm. to vacation, so I figure why not go down there a couple times a month or once a month and do some hair in Florida because I mm-hmm. do wigs. And Hold on, what big. part of Florida? Um, Tampa. Because I might go with you. Okay, I'm all with it. All right. So I told her about my plans. I'm mm-hmm. going down there, talk to the lady about the thing. So then while I'm there, mm-hmm. I look on Instagram, and my good friend put on Instagram, hey, guys, I'm advertising. I do pop-up shops in Atlanta and New, in New York and in North Carolina and Florida. And I'm like, mm? And nothing wrong with her doing it as well, but it was just weird to me that she never mentioned that to me. And you're my good friend, and I've shared this with you so many times. I'm going to do this, and now I'm in the process of making this happen and now you go on Instagram and you advertise exactly what I'm doing. I mean that that happens a lot for real. So should I so so Queen, should I be mad about this, take it personal or mention it to her or just let it go? Because as of now, having mentioned it, I kinda is it within my own head. I didn't want to kinda make an issue of nothing. But how do you feel about that? Well, in business mm-hmm. and in friendship. You got to first think of all, a lot of people hang around you in business Mm -hmm. and in friendship. It's something about you that attracts them. Mm -hmm. Because you can laugh and joke with anybody. Right. You can go watch a movie by yourself. Right. You can go out and eat by yourself. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people that we call friends just because they're around us all the time, it's something that they like, admire about you. Mm -hmm. So when you do share your ideas and things like that, 
they draw off that. Because mm. sometimes uh, people don't know what they want to do with their life. Okay. And and with you saying certain things that'll make them think, of, hmm, yeah, you, I can do that. Right. And and I wish, like, she would have talked to you. Even when you were saying it, she should have let you know right then that, yeah, I've been thinking about that, too. Because we could do it together. Exactly. It just hit different when we didn't discuss it. And I'm like, I said Instagram now, post, like, hey, this is what her. I do. I'm like, I did. my feelings was kind of hurt a little bit, but... I backed away from it, and I just took it as that's that person's character, and it makes mm-hmm. me be more cautious with what I share because that, to me, just wasn't good business. It wasn't a good friendship thing. You don't do that in friendship. But that's why now you got to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Tell me. When people do me like that, you got to sit back and watch them. Mm-hmm. I mean, now you still need to go ahead and do what you're going to do because the most high, mm-hmm. he has people for you. Yep. You got people for them. Right. And even as a friend, you want her to be successful. I do. But when you do things out of order right. in the wrong way, mm-hmm. or to be spiteful, mm-hmm. that's why a lot of businesses fail. Amen. A lot of business ideas fail. Right. You know, a lot of people fail. Right. So just sit back and watch and see how it goes. But you still need to continue to do what you want to do. And I promise you, you're still going to succeed because you are coming from your heart. Right. And that's something that you truly wanted to do. And he put people like that so you can see that everybody's not for you. Mm. A lot of times you don't have to share Mm -hmm. everything that you want to do because he knows that there are people out there that will try to take it from you. Right. Or try to go and do it before you do it. Right. But you got to be strong enough to say, oh. Do it, sister. Right. And I'm going to do mine. I promise you, a year from now, we're going to talk about this again. We're going to look back. I'm going to say, you remember last year? (laughs) What happened to those pop-up shops? (laughs) Are you doing at least one a month? Okay. Okay. Don't let her or whatever she did or going to do stop you from doing it. If that's in your heart and you really want to do it, I I want you to get it together and do it. Thank you, Corey. So like I said, a year from now, I'm going to ask you, are you doing at least once a month? Like right now, when you want to do it, how often do you want to do it? Let's not forget, let's 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 take the thoughts off her. Right. Tell me as a friend what is it that you want to do and how often do you want to do it? Because I can hold you accountable and help you with it. Well, when I went and did the research with the young lady, I realized that there's a lot more into it than just doing a pop up shop. There's a lot of money involved because I'm not a a weekly booth renter. The fees to rent somebody's line for a couple of hours is very expensive. So. That makes me have to really market. That's and make why sure. you need to talk to somebody like me, baby. Well, we talking hallelujah. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot of money involved. Okay, okay, tell me about it. You don't have to pay somebody by the hour. Okay, come, come, girl. Come We're going to have to take us a trip to Tampa mm-hmm. if that's where you want to go. Okay, girl. There are a lot of great barbershops. Yeah. There are a lot of great salons. Okay. There are places like in Florida, flea markets. Right. Where you go and people can rent by the day. Wow. And if you do locks the way we do locks, yes. you on creme de la creme. Okay. I guarantee you, if I put a post out that we're going to be at Tampa Flea Market, mm-hmm. it would be lined up. All the people, all of our fans right. and clients, they got family and friends down there. They would send those people posts and let them know my girls are going to be there on the 18th. Get there. Well, won't he do it? Yeah. Yes, you don't will. have to go and pay anybody about it. I would see a lot of the, and I'm an owner, but right. I, I don't take advantage of people like right. that. If you want to pop up, you could pay by the day like my girls pay by and the day. And that deterred me because I'm not going to charge somebody out of town by the I'm hour like, just because, oh, 
Oh, you're going to be coming and, mm-hmm. and getting a whole lot of clients in my area. So, no, you could pay me 50 an hour. Right. No. And you're only charging your regular people $50 a day. Right. God see you. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't do people like that. That's just you being greedy. Right. Well. Well, that's what we're going to do. We're going to say yes. you find a place that you really want to go. Okay, and that's all we have to take a little trip, a girl's trip. And we get it right off on our taxes because, mm. you know, you know, we do You're business so things. So, yeah. And, so and, and there are barbershops down there that they have extra chairs. They would okay. be glad uh, for someone to come. Okay. You find you a good, decent place that you want to bring your people to. And you go and talk with the guy. Say, we, we like your location. We like your parking. You know, do you have chairs available? I'm sure it's an old guy. Yep, I do. How mm-hmm. much do you charge? Uh per you know per week mm-hmm. and say i want to work out something for you for the day right. that old man or, or whatever he'll be glad to be like oh yeah baby oh you can give me a uh, 50 dollars a day bring your clients because when we leave those people will still need some place to get their hair cut that's right that still brings business to that place mm-hmm. you know like it, it's a whole lot around the where it's, it's not as costly as you think See how you made that thing positive. You saw that. Yeah, you, you just, just took you, that negative. You, you, you were talking to mm. the wrong individual. Yes. Whoever that lady was you talked to, that was a robber, a stealer. Mm-hmm. You should have talked to someone who's going to bring you on up. Right. You you can't hardly talk to people who are under you on certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't share your ideas with if people who've never did that before. Right. You were talking to, you were just excited. Exactly. And when you want to share information Write it in your journal. Okay. And if you ever speak it, speak to somebody over you because they're going to give you some things that you haven't seen yet. Right. But a lot of time you don't talk to people who, and I say under you, because right. anybody who just try to do you wrong or steal from you, they under you mentally. Right. Yeah. Well, to me, Clisha, just talk to me I, from I, now I on, will, baby. That's I why you will. got me. I love you for taking that negative and making it positive. Yes. Okay, Trap Queen. I be wanting to travel anyway. You know what I'm talking about? You just told me how to take, I came in here feeling some kind of way about my girl mm-hmm. because the way that she handled it. And you said, uh uh-uh, uh, we're going to cut her out the whole equation and we're going to tell her how to make this mm-hmm. thing work for you. Exactly. That's what I call a Trap Queen. Okay. She's struggling right now. Okay. Wherever she is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we got going on today? So now we're going to go on to I Want to Block. Yes, yes. And I have the question of today. Okay. So you know I have a 13-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. She has been aspiring to be a nail artist, um, mm-hmm. nail tech. So um, last year for her 13th birthday, I pretty much put together, you know, the material for a business. I brought all her nail supplies, her table, mm-hmm. chair, her sign, you know, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so now we're at the point where she has supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, she's getting her practice up, but I don't know how to elevate her to that next level because she's only 13. So as far as her going to any type of um, school or anything, it's not available to her at this age. So mm-hmm. as a parent, how do I continue to encourage her to start this business and where do I go next with this? Okay, well, me, first I would ask you, how was her skills? Mm. Is she great? She's good. Say on like one to ten, what's her number? I give her a seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. So she could be a little better. Mm-hmm. So what we would do first is we want to get her skills at least to a nine ten. Okay. So if we need to go out and find her a mentor, someone who is on the nail side that they they do nails, you and I we can go and talk to them and see, uh, would they take her on as a mentee? Mm-hmm. And if they would, then start to let her go after school or during the weekends and, you know, working with them. She could be their assistant. Okay. And then they're really somebody who really want to sew into a young girl. 
Right. Because there are people like us that we really want to sow into a young girl. Mm -hmm. And there are women out there that see a young girl and know that she's going to flourish. And I'm going to give you a good example before we move further. When I was younger in high school, I went to my local hair salon where I get my hair done. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love hair, but I do braids. And the lady, she was doing um, quick weaves. And I knew how to do quick weaves somewhat, but they wasn't all that. Mm -hmm. But the way she do them, they was flawless, beautiful. And as a young 14, 15-year-old girl, I said, um, such and such, uh, will you show me how to do quick weaves? Because I was already doing people in the community hair, but I wasn't doing quick weaves that well. Right. But I was doing braids. And so she was like, no, baby, I can't can't show you that. Mm. And that hair really hurt. Mm -hmm. And I I see this lady right now. If I go to hair shows back in my hometown, like we smile, we hug, you know. Right. And but I still feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say something to her about it, but not nothing negative. Right. But because now that I'm in business and I understand business, I was competition. Right. And, And not really in a negative way, but she knew that if I knew what she knew, then a lot of the girls would go to me. And that is, that's how it is in hair work. Or right. We do locks. Exactly. But I don't mind training women on locks because I know that what is for me is for me. Right. Me and you can do locks just the like, but because the person like me better, they mm-hmm. like my style. They like my personality, your personality, yeah. just for whatever reason. And it's enough money for everybody. That's right. But in that small town, I guess she felt, you know, some type of way. And, 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 and I didn't even know anything about I wasn't going to steal your client. I didn't even know nothing about stealing. Mm-hmm. I just liked doing hair. And I liked the way she did the quick weaves. Mm-hmm. So I said, Dad, I, I know how to do quick weaves, but how is she making it curl? I didn't know anything about curling and putting that design to mm-hmm. it. So I was like, what, I, what? can you show me? Could you show me? And she's like, no, baby, I can't do that. And she don't know, like, that really had hurt. Mm. But now that I'm in business, I know why. Right. But if I had to teach myself, I would never make a young girl feel Mm -hmm. that way. Now, I I do charge for training. That's right. It's a business. It's a business. It's a gift. But I would show them everything they need to be shown. I would never. And and I I want young girls in the future. How I'm talking about her not helping me right now. I want young girls to be able to say, no, she showed me everything I asked her. That's right. If, if 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 it's something that one of my uh, mentees don't know, they didn't ask me. That's the only reason. That's right. I, so, I can attest to that. <laughs> exactly. So we need to find somebody back to your daughter that they don't mind training a young girl. Okay. And showing her everything. And Because even as business owners, we don't know that. We're not going to be in business forever. Right. Somebody's going to have to take over. That's right. And a lot of our businesses, your own children don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. We want to give the business to our kids. No, it might be your neighbor down the street. Right. She wants to do what you're doing. Your son don't want to work your business. Your right. daughter don't want to work your business, even though we we doing it for them. Right. They don't want what we have. They have their own dreams. They got their goals. own dreams and yeah. stuff. They don't even want to live in your house. She just told me that yesterday, girl. You think your children, that's their dream she house, told me the house you're living she in? Gone. Girl, bye. She told me 18, she gone. Just yesterday. I was like, well, well, really now? Exactly. So that's why the the house me and my kids (laughs) live in. Yep. You know, I want y'all to have a good life right now. I already know when y'all get older, y'all not going to want this house. Mm -hmm. But by the time you get 18 to move out, I'm selling it. Mm -hmm. And that's what we all do. And And I'm going to get me a big RV Mm -hmm. and travel. I ain't mad at that. I'm not going to be in that big house by myself and the kids. mm -mm. Mm -hmm. So I'm letting you guys know the kids do not want that house you guys are living in. They don't want those businesses that y'all running. They don't want the trucks you're driving. They don't want the cars. Your kids got their own dreams, their own life. 
All you can do right now is help them find what they want to do and make sure that they be able to take care of themselves to buy their self their house or their car mm-hmm. that they want. So in other words, on your home, get a reverse mortgage. Go ahead and get your money out of it now. Uh, no, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, no, no. I, hey, any advice you give them, people, they need to do it. Go ahead and sell your stuff that you don't want no more and put it into a fund account exactly. for your kids they don't want You better it. travel and enjoy your own money. <laughs> kids going to blow that money. You right now. Yeah, so get her a mentor that uh, really wants to teach her. And then uh, there are a lot of ideas. Once she get great, there are people that, um, with her being young, mm-hmm. it's people that um, um doing parties. Okay. You know, she do. Uh, she can go to birthday parties and right. do the whole party. Right. You know, people paying her to come to that event. Right. Especially for little girls. So, because she's going to do my um, granddaughter birthday party. She's having like a little um, fancy Nancy party. Exactly. And a part of it is going to be dress up. So, I told her, I said, this is the way that you make some money. You tell your sister, you know, I come mm-hmm. in, do all the girls' nails. Mm-hmm. Don't be crazy with the price because you're not licensed. But exactly. it's the way to get your experience up mm-hmm. and still have fun at the exactly. same time. So, she's going to do so that. so, imagine we get her business cards and flyers and mm-hmm. she's doing that all over everywhere. So exciting. Yes. You know, so she can really take it big. We just want to make sure her skills are mm-hmm. good first. Okay. And then we turn into a little business, you know. But we got to make sure she want to do it. Exactly. And that's the, the difficulty because kids, they say they want to do something today. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow they change. But I'm, I really want to not push her, but I want her to do something with her hands because, yes, going, she wants to be a doctor, and I'm all for that in the long run. But in, in the process of getting there, you know, I think that being able to do things on your own with your own skills is big because especially with the pandemic just happening, I realized that those people who have service jobs like our, ourselves, we could still stay in business and make money where people who had these regular nine to fives or doctors, they had a different life. Mm-hmm. So I want to have that backup plan. So no exactly. matter what job you have, whatever you do in your life, if it ever comes to a time you want to make extra money, you always have this that you can always lean into and say, okay, mm-hmm. I can do your nails. I can make some money here on the side if I need mm-hmm. to. And not just rely on going to college, making this humongous bill, which is exactly. great because you want to be a doctor. But I know the long run what that's going to bring for her. Exactly. So I want to give her a backup plan. So exactly. that's, I would definitely research more over the weeks to make sure it's what she want to do before mm-hmm. I push her too much. Because and Before I, you put all it, into exactly. it. Exactly. You done bought all this stuff and now she want to, she want to skate. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> now you want skates? <laughs> well, know? now she's into dancing, so. You feel me? You know, but again, I'm I'm a supportive parent, so I'm just trying to stick with her for whatever she want to do and not put too much of me into it and let her be herself and, and still flourish. So trying to have that balance because it's difficult as a mother. I just want her to be the best in everything. And she was like, Ma, I, mm-hmm. I liked it last week, but I don't like it no more. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good we're <laughs> trappers mm-hmm. because uh, we would sell all that nail stuff. Okay. You don't want to do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Say let less. me hold it. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, so all you, all you parents who don't waste a lot of money on your kids' stuff, Back it up. Mm-hmm. You can make money off of it. We can do a giveaway. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you made me think of my nephew, Messiah. Like, he is so great at football. And all you guys got to remember his name because this boy is going to be great. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, like, every game, he does the first two touchdowns That's what I'm talking in the about, beginning Messiah. of every game. Okay. And then I guess he gets tired. But yeah. I guess he. it seems like now he just do the first two mm-hmm. and let the rest of the team do it. Right. Handle the rest. Mm-hmm. But um, he wanted to do boxing over the summer. So, you know, I went down to Robinson Neal. Shout mm. out now, Robinson Neal in Columbia. All right. Great boxing ring. But and he's a great coach and he everything. Is. He was my coach one time. Yeah, he's good. And um, I signed Messiah up. And so, you know, I said, well, you know what? Instead of paying by the month, how much for the year? Mm. Just to go ahead and get it out of the way. Because I really, I, I said, Messiah, soon Floyd Mayweather, he's going to be old. Right. I know every every professional is going to get old and there needs to be young people coming behind them and take over. Exactly. So I said, Messiah. Floyd Mayweather, he about to get old. Mm-hmm. 
So sooner or later, somebody got to take a spot. That could be you. So boo. I said, if you really want to do this boxing thing, we can do it. So when I went and I signed them up, I paid for that month. And so I went to the coach. I said, well, how much is it for the year? Because I, I shouldn't I get a discount if I just do it for the year? Because I think he really want to do this thing. So he gave me a good discount. Paid for the whole year right then, cash app. You know, most businesses take mm-hmm. cash app now. So I paid for the whole year. Ask me how many times Messiah went. How many times? Three. Queen. And he was supposed to go every day. He oh. went three times. I, I was like, see. Can you can you reassign that that um that, <laughs> that Can I re can you refund my cash app? Can you refund it or can somebody <laughs> else do it? Because I pay for it and I go. I, I, I really do. I mean if I know and I said that too. I said, now Messiah. Yeah. He he lays upstairs. I said, Messiah. Uh, don't you know it's other boys out here that their parents cannot afford to send them to boxing? Mm-hmm. And you want to sit and lay up here playing the game to 3, 4 in the morning. Now you sleep. So I'm waking up. I say, Messiah, uh, let's go to boxing. 10 o'clock, he's still asleep. Mm. So I just go on and do what I'm going to do. I said, Messiah, I got home. I said, Messiah, it's boys that their parents cannot afford for them to go to boxing. And I done paid for the whole year for you. Mm. And you only been that was he only went one time then, so he only went that day because I fussed. Right. <laughs> and then I think his mama took him one more time after that. But I said, so I paid for the whole year. So yeah. I said, right now, if there's a mother and your son, he got some skills and he really want to do it, I promise you, I think I know that he would let me convert it to another kid. Yes. I don't pay for the whole year. Yes, I'm yes. talking all the way up to next first of July. Oh, yeah. You be pleased. Yeah, I can let another kid take advantage of that. Yes. Now, the mama, you got to at least take them now. I'm not going to pick them up and take them now. I done paid. God, at least help me out. You got to do your part now. Yeah, do your your part part now, mama. I done paid. But it's some other kid out there that can be, you know, benefiting from that. Right. Okay. I keep my ears out for kids, um, you know, boy or Mm -hmm. girl who may want to do that for sure. Yeah. We need a new Floyd Mayweather. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Layla Ali. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, she great. I got to watch that um, Ali movie i haven't seen it you know I'm not i think a big it just came watcher. out okay i'm gonna look look at talks at about his life he was an interesting character mm-hmm. right with look at the movies from like michael makes things like that um and he played his part in the movie just the character that he played and and how he turned from his life from what he was to what we know him to be so mm-hmm. had a very interesting life but we're gonna get off topic though what we're gonna do though is gonna get back on the topic of the week you ready for that girl Let's get to the top of the week. Because you know we could talk all day about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to it. Okay, so the top of the week, um, this week is going to be about sexualizing our children. Mm-hmm. And that's a very heavy topic, but I think that um, in our culture it's normalized for sure. Um, we see it everywhere from kids' shows to billboards to commercials um, to the family. So... I wanted to bring about it, um, talk about it today because it's something that we need to really um, keep an eye on because it's affecting our children now. Um, I had a, a friend tell me about their child having a sexual encounter in school, in middle school, mm. recently. So it made um, this real real to me because I just feel like um, at an earlier age, our kids have been indoctrinated into this over-sexualized environment. Mm. So what that does is to a little girl, she begins to want to be more, you know, uh, sexual in her way. Her whole identity is wrapped around what she looks like. She compares herself to everybody on Instagram, and you see little girls being more, um, their clothing more explicit, they're shorter, they're tighter, and that's how they're making them. I know because I lost some weight, and 
I'm like, anything in my size is super tight. Like, I don't want to be tight. I just want to wear my size. So I know if it's that way for me as an adult, it's the same thing happened for our juniors, mm-hmm. which is our 14, 15, 16-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So our little girls, are their identity is being attached to sexuality and, and how they look. And then our boys, they're looking at our little girls like, yeah, you need to be sexy. I want to see your butt. I want to see your boobs. And, they, mm-hmm. and they're encouraged to see girls in that way. Mm-hmm. So now when you have a 13, 14-year-old in middle school having sex mm. in school, mm. I can't wrap my head around that because I got a 13-year-old. So I, mm. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure. So how do you talk to her about it? Because you know she know about it. <clears throat> well, she got was, a cell phone, don't she? She does. Okay. So that was the, the thing to me because um, the person that had this experience with her child, I asked, I said, do you think it's time that I talk to my child about contraceptive, you know, contraception? Because I don't think she's having sex, but if it comes to a point that she does find herself in that situation, you got to be realistic to say you got to protect yourself. So at that point, do I teach her how to... Do I teach her about condoms and how to use them at 13? Like, I, I really don't know where to go with it, but I know that this is really affecting our kids in a way that we have to discuss it in a real way earlier than what I thought. Because, like I said, this was a, a whole full-fledged encounter mm-hmm. at school. So for me to sit back and think my child couldn't or wouldn't be um, exposed to that when all this went online after it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be proactive about it. Well, you might need to talk to her and ask her, what do you know about sex? Okay. Let her tell you. See, a lot of times the parents, we try to put all the information in our kids' head. No, first I want to know what all do you know mm-hmm. so now I can direct my questions and things like that. Okay. Like you need to find out what all do she know. Okay. And do she know that there are children her age doing that? Yes. You know? I'm sure she knows that because – um. When we do, when I say something about sex, she'll kind of chime in a little bit. Um, but it's just so scary because the things that in our generation, I thought we thought were disgusting that we would never do like oral sex. That's something that as black women, we were told mm-hmm. that ain't what we do. That's something that other people do. Exactly. White girls. Exactly. So now you have girls in school that's 12, 13 years old saying, okay, it's okay for me to have oral sex because I'm not having sex. Mm-hmm. And you're not putting protection on. So whatever's on that little boy is private. That's mm-hmm. in your mouth. So it's even more dangerous. Like how, mm-hmm. what gave you the idea that that was more, that was better than that? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Other, other, <laughs> other peers, other children around her. Right. Let them know. And so the little girl who had this encounter um, indicated that, um, she was going to get in trouble because it was not the first time she had this encounter. Mm-hmm. And that was also... She um, wasn't? It, she was going to get in trouble by her parent because oh. it's not her first time getting in trouble for having sex at school. Well, I, she got in <laughs> trouble and didn't do anything. Right, but it to the fact that... She did we, it again. It just, I'm just baffled by it. I just am because I know this comes from us as a society. We have done this to our children. Mm-hmm. And we have just shown them sex on every end. Even on... Um, years ago, my daughter had saw a movie... And on the end of the description, it says sexual content mm-hmm. when it came on. So she wanted to look up what sexual content meant. Mm-hmm. When she put in the word S-E-X, before she put in the whole word, of course, anything with porn came up. Mm. So it exposed my child when she was trying to just explore what that word meant. Mm. So I know that a lot of kids are going through the same exact thing, and you open yourself up to things that you don't know what you're doing. And when you see certain images, your body do naturally respond to it. That's where the whole mm-hmm. porn industry comes from. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but my question would be, as a society and in the household, what should we be doing to make sure that our kids have the right knowledge about sex, but not overly sexed? Well, that's why I say find out what they know and guide them on what they know, correct what they know. Right. 
because they're going to see it. You're not going to be with your child 24-7. Right. They got the phones. They got friends. They got TV. Even with them flipping the channel. Mm -hmm. You don't know what channel they might flip by. And kids, they're going to stop. Right. And they're going to turn the volume down. Yep. They're going to watch it until they hear you coming down the hallway. Then they're going to turn back something else. Right. But mm -hmm. they're curious, and they're going to explore, and they want to know. They're going to be listening to their kids at school. So it's like you can't hide it from them. But as they begin to get more information, you got to always let them know that you can talk to me about anything. Right. And then, like I said, you start the conversations. If she's not talking to you about it, no, I want to talk about it. Right. Yeah, I want to know what you know so I can tell you what's right, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, once those friends tell us certain <clears throat> things, okay, what did your friends tell you? Right. All right, so let me tell you why she told you this. Right. But she really don't know. Exactly. It really need to be like this. It's like you're going to have to tell them. I know. And I'm so, I'm not afraid of it, but I just don't want to, um, like you said, I don't want to give her anything. I want her to, I'm, I'm going to go with exactly your approach. I'm going to ask her what she knows because, yeah. again, I don't want to put ideas in her head. Yeah, now you're making her. Oh, right, exactly. I just want to, like you said, directing God. Um, it's so funny because when I think about our, our world, it alarms when I see parents letting their kids watch and see and hear music like Meg Thee Stallion. I hate to use these people, but that's mm -hmm. what it is. Their imagery and a lot of other of our um, artists, mm -hmm. the things they do, the way they move. When you have our five and six year olds watching these videos, like as a parent, you have to say no. That's not mm -hmm. for that age group. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, I see on you know social media, mamas twerking with their three and four year olds. Like you are showing them that that type of behavior is okay. Mm -hmm. So when they get 13 and they ask to twerk and do certain things, it's going to be normalized in their head because that was the normal mama at three. Exactly. So we also have to begin to be more aware of how we put, how we act in front of our kids and what we expose them to. Yes, it may be your favorite song, mm -hmm. but when they're in the car with you, you got to turn it off. Mm -hmm. Period. When they got the car, blast it all you want, but you cannot. I just feel like as a, as a society, we got to take a step back and really begin to take our parenting role more seriously. Because this is this is getting to be out of hand. When you got people in middle school doing stuff like that, mm -hmm. it's time for us to take a, a step and look at what's going on. Because next thing after that becomes, I mean, a rampant or increase in teenage pregnancy, and we know where that, that gets us. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a whole nother situation. So is that because as you as you speak on that, I think about uh, us growing up um, in the small town we were from. We only saw successful drug dealers. Mm. They were the only people with the nice cars, mm. gold. You know, just seemed like they was just living a happy life. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't have to work, but they was flawless, more flawless than the people who was working every day. Right. You know, so it was like they didn't have people like us. And when I think about Megan the style, and I think about your daughter looking at mm -hmm. or anybody's daughter looking at Megan. I like Megan. Me too. But when when you see your daughter idolizing her. Mm. Do you turn or pull up a magazine on Oprah? Mm. And then you say, well, see, this woman, she lives this lifestyle. There's another woman. This woman right here lived this lifestyle. And mm -hmm. this woman has a hundred times more money than this woman. Right. This woman don't have to do all that. Right. She don't have to show and shake and do this and do that. Like we, we need to give them a lot of people to look at. And then tell them why this person living this lifestyle. Right. You know, like we didn't see businessmen, but it was lawyers making way more than those drug dealers. Exactly. Nobody didn't explain to us that they're not going to be doing that long. They're doing it right now, <laughs> baby. But uh, it's not going to last. Right. There's, there's no nobody. Nobody plan. explains that to you. So you see that, see them living that life and you think, well, that's great. Mm -hmm. But where are they now? Dead. Or in jail. In jail. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Working the job, fat, out of shape. That's not the same man that was flossing in that little Lexus. <laughs> That's not the same man. I seen one of them. Girl, I'm ashamed. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't even let them know it was me. Well, <laughs> I went to my hometown with my grocery store. I said, I know damn well that ain't. That's not that same man that was flossing. That's that same man. That was the same man. That's right. His life done caught up with him. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that instant stuff. Mm-hmm. Even them girls with them banging bodies, sooner or later, baby, when you get older, how you think that's going to look? Mm-hmm. Drooping, sagging, and y'all idolizing that stuff right now. We want real women. Doing real things, real men doing real things, and honoring themselves. Yes, like, it's, I understand there's an art in it, and that's what you choose to do with your life. But I think that when you're in a position of being an artist and and on that platform, it's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. You have to know that you it's means people watching you, kids, adults, exactly. whomever, and uh, people all often say, "Well, I can't raise your kids." I understand that. But as on that platform, you have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you can take it seriously or you cannot, but it's still a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And you are either leading people to good or to bad, right or left. Which way are you going to go with it? Mm-hmm. So I pray that one day our artists begin to see their role for what it is and the platform that they're, that they own and see the impact they make in the world because exactly. it's not just about them. And that's why people like Cardi B, you have kids now. What are you going to say in, let's say, 8, 10 years when your daughter gets to be a teenager about your craft? Are you going to be okay with her performing that way? And maybe you will be. But I am just know that as she gets older, she should be growing in her mind, and you would not want your child to behave and move in that way. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. We will see. Thank God we'll be alive to see it. Amen. <laughs> so should we do a closeout challenge from that? Um, I think so. Um, when I think about a challenge for this week, because we were talking about a lot about our children, um, I think we should take an opportunity to reach out to a child this week. and. Um, Find a way that we can help them. Ask mm-hmm. them, do they need a mentor? Are they need mm-hmm. help with school? Mm-hmm. Um, are they involved in a sport and they need help with their sports physical? What yes. What are your needs? And if you have the resource or the time, make sure you provide that need for that child because we all have extra things we can do, mm-hmm. whether it be a word of advice mm-hmm. or a little bit of financial support that we can give to a child. Mm-hmm. So it's up to us to look in our community and see who we can help and reach out and do just that. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. So that's our challenge for the week. Help a child. That's right. Any child could be your own niece or nephew Mm -hmm. or neighbor, a co-worker's child. You got a co-worker. She works a lot. She got a son. He does. He likes to play sports. Uh, Maybe a co-worker can't do as much as she wants. She's a single parent. Maybe you got a little extra time, a little extra money. You know, be be an asset to that family because you don't know what that child will be when they grow up. And they always call your name. Matter of fact, you'll be probably right on the front row with mm-hmm. their mother. You never know. As their their village, their support mm-hmm. system. Yep. Yes, ma'am. That ends this episode, guys. So make sure you follow us on Instagram under our creme de la creme SC. Also, you can email us at queens at trapqueensc.com. Yes, trap queens. Trap queens. <laughs>